Join Douglas Wilson, Dr. Joseph Boot, Brian Sauvey, Eric Kahn, and myself on March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd for our 2024 conference. It's called Blueprints for Christendom 2.0. Our early bird pricing ends on Thursday, August 31st. So go and visit rightresponseconference.com to register today. We hope to see you at the conference in March. Whether you've been following Jesus for 50 years or for five minutes, if you have been truly born again by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, trusting in him, you don't get his partial protection. From the moment that you trust in Christ, you do not garnish for yourself his partial power, his partial defense, a piece of his commitment, some of his allegiance, a portion of his affection, but rather the moment you come into covenant, not merely with an earthly Joshua, but with the true antitype, the substance of who Joshua represents, Yeshua, the true and eternal and salvific deliverer, Jesus Christ, the Son of God himself. When a man enters covenant with Jesus, he immediately, from the moment of his justification, garnishes for himself the full might, the full power, the full protection, the full defense of Jesus Christ. And the first the first enemy that Jesus runs with all his might, with all his righteousness, with all his power to defend us from eternally is the righteous, just wrath of God. Our greatest enemy from the moment of being conceived in the womb is not our fellow man, but a thrice holy God that apart from saving faith in Jesus, apart from justification, that is God declaring us righteous through faith, not works on the basis of Jesus' perfect obedience and not our own. Apart from that, apart from conversion, apart from justification, from the moment that you're physically conceived in your mother's womb, your greatest cosmic eternal enemy is God, not man. The greatest problem that any of us have is that God is holy and that we are sinners. But Jesus, the better Joshua, comes to our defense. We don't merely have five different armies surrounding us ready to make war. We have the creator of the universe with his just, not unjust, not unfair, but perfectly fair, merited, just wrath against us for crimes we truly committed. And Jesus, Yeshua, God's own son, comes and he becomes our defense in the court of heaven. And the defense that he offers on our behalf, for the record, is not, hey, you're being too harsh, God. They're not really that bad, God. No, as all the charges are read against us, as it were, as all the charges are read against us, Jesus, the great defense, his reply is, uh-huh, that's true. All of it. 
And he does not enter on our behalf a plea of not guilty. He doesn't say, no, no, they didn't do the crime. They're innocent. They're not actually guilty. On the contrary, he enters for us as our defense a guilty plea. Everything that you've charged them with is true. And in fact, we could go on. They have committed cosmic treason against you. They are vile. They are wicked. Sinister. Malicious. No one seeks for God. No, not one. Their throats are open graves. They lie in wait for blood. They are heartless, ruthless, and they are most certainly guilty of every crime for which they have been charged. And the defense that I now plead on their behalf is not that they have somehow not committed the crimes. It is not that they are somehow innocent in regards to the charges, but rather the plea that I enter on their behalf is this. They are guilty and it is paid in full. They are guilty, but it has been paid in full. Every thing that they accrued and earned for themselves, every penalty, every consequence, I have taken upon myself. The wages of sin is death, and I have died that death under the just wrath of God in their place. As a substitute, as the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. 